All right, hello, hello. There are no, there are no back seaters tonight. Come near, come close, move up. You guys are making us feel all weird. Hi. Sit up here, yeah. We'll we'll stare at your eye. We'll look you in the eye. We're glad you're okay. I'm surprised you're here. So that's yeah. No, that's awesome. It's about the size we thought it would be. A lot of people are still out, obviously, with just illness and everything being crazy. So we appreciate you guys coming out. It is streaming, so. And, uh, and it'll be recorded then, so if anyone wants to go back and look at anything, or if you find someone who missed and didn't see it streamed, you can en encourage them to go find it and they can get all that information. So we like to do this every once in a while where we just uh, have some family time and we realize that Lapine has been chaotic for, well, since its conception, basically. <laughs> so um, we, have, we haven't been able to organize a lot or, or really do a lot, and so we're looking to change that where we can focus because the truth is that we're um, starting to really take on an identity of our own. And so we know that as, as God continues to give us an identity down here as a church, as a body of believers, that we need to um, you know, focus um, on what God is doing here. And so we wanna start doing that better and doing it more often so that we all uh, are kind of pulled in a little bit. Um, I, we were just talking yesterday um, about, uh, the, maybe you've heard us say it before, but um, churches tend to go two ways and mostly one, um, but a lot of churches can, can be a cruise ship, um, and then you can have churches that are a battleship, and um, most of them are cruise ships uh, where they're very consumeristic and we go to be safe, and comfortable and uh, everything's to our liking and we're just yeah our little umbrella drinks and uh, have our seats that we sit in um, and we just ride this thing out until Jesus takes us home and then once in a while you come across something like what you would see in your the book of Acts that's a battleship where you've got the church coming together and doing the things that the church does so that they can then go out and do the things that God is doing in the world and um, I really feel like this is becoming a battleship um, here, um, which is a good thing. Um, battleships don't tend to house as many people as cruise ships do. They tend to be smaller as far as the crew. But what's cool is that everybody's got a station that they're at, and it's, it's each station that everyone's manned at is important for that ship to do what it does. And it feels like that's what's happening down here, and I'm just like honored to be a part of what God's doing and what he's going to do as we become a battleship. Um, as we do, we're probably going to see people move on. So we'll go from small to maybe even smaller initially because battleships, again, are, are not appealing to a lot of American Christians. Um, so we, we may become small, but I believe what God is gonna do out of that. I mean, he started with 12 guys, so, uh, and then they flipped the world upside down. and. And so there's, there's nothing that could say that, you know, 12 people, you know, under the power of God and influence of God can go into this community and make a, just a ridiculous difference. And so that's what we're, we're looking to do. And uh, so anyway, we're going to talk about some of what God has done and what he is doing and the direction we're going. And we want to hear also from you guys, have you guys 
any questions you have or clarity on anything to speak into it. This is a family time and families communicate, even if it ain't always pretty. So, um, but be nice, don't be mean. All right. Yeah. Lord, we thank you so much for, um, for what we've seen um, you do so far. We see you um, leaving your mark um, already um, on lives maybe in, in, in uh, I don't know, areas that we wouldn't expect it with people maybe. Uh, that we wouldn't expect it, God. And, and, and just the cool thing is that we know that you're up to something and we want to be a part of it. And so we ask that you use us. We ask that we um, be open to the way that you want to use us. We ask that we would be risk takers um, for your name's sake uh, because the time is short and the days are dark and uh, the gospel's still as powerful as it was when your son hung and then rose, and so uh, help us to believe that, every bit of it, and to walk in it uh, with, with your power, with your blessing, um, with your, uh, the grace, God, that you, that you use to, to resurrect the dead uh, and save sinners. And so we thank you for this time, and I just pray that this would be a time that, 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 uh, that tightens us up and brings us together, that strengthens us. We're few, and yet we're pretty unstoppable. Um, underneath your care and your authority. And so uh, we look to you for all things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Uh, so we have an agenda that we're going to kind of follow. But as we're going through this, if anybody has a question or a comment that they want to make, if you could uh, raise your hand and Jacques will come with a mic. The, the people that are watching via live stream won't be able to hear it otherwise. And so so if you can do that, that'd be great. If, if not, we'll, we'll make it up as we go along because we do that well here. So... Um, first off, just want to say, um, remind you guys, you know, what a privilege it is for us to be able to, to do this, to be pastors uh, over two locations, and, and uh, the, the relationships that we have with, with all of you are just, you know, this is a, um, a pretty cool thing we get to be a part of and get to do, and, and we don't take that for granted, so we are grateful that we get to do this. As far as our, you know, the pastoral team goes, you don't see all three of us together very often, so you, now you can, I wish Mia was here so she could figure out that we are two different people. And not the same guy. We're actually three different people. Well, three different, but she hugged me. She hugged me last time and said, hi, Pastor David. And I'm, I just, yeah. I don't think we look that much alike, but I am. Sometimes I'm Chad, sometimes I'm Brent. I am six years older than him, so I like it when people confuse us. But he does not, so that's not as much fun. Uh, we did decide to do uh, Lapine as a separate, you know, its own thing because um, – we in the you know we there's things we combine on uh, between both locations and there's things that we don't and this just made more sense to do this together here um, separately and so um, that was kind of the plan so team update how are we doing guys we're good <laughs> I was waiting for that good uh, we still we still like each other we still very, very uh, much we still enjoy um, doing this with each other and and so the the pastoral team, I think, is, is solid. None of us are, um, none of us are leaving the elevator. Yeah, yeah, none of us are on the ledge. <laughs> none of us are you know, walking off. Uh, we're doing good in that regard. It's still a joy to do this, and, and every week we kind of spend time together and, and um, you know build each other up and continue to do this. Uh, Jordan, for a while, we call him the vicar. He, um, he hasn't been down here in quite a while, but for a long time he was a regular um, person that would – a regular person. He's never been a regular person. He was down here a lot. <clears throat> uh, we had been kind of grooming him towards becoming uh, another pastor. We, we've been kind of walking down that road. 
with him. And, and we kind of came to the conclusion mutually that it probably wasn't a fit for us right now. Uh, part of it was based on need, part of it was finance, and just part of it was just we see things a little bit differently. And so Jordan's still going to be a part of the door. He and Marcy are going to still attend here, even though they're in Mexico right now. But we, we just kind of shifted gears on that and, and decided that it, it wasn't time to do that. It still may be something that occurs in the future, but for now, that was a decision we made. I, I think we, we announced that here, but um, in case anybody's been wondering, that's, that's just kind of officially where things are at. You guys want to add anything to that? All right. Um, th so for a while, we, we were trying to do, I kind of alluded to this, uh, the idea was that we would be one church with two locations, and that sounds great on paper, um, and, and there's, there's parts of that that actually still work, but in reality, um, you really can't do that effectively. You can have um, shared resources, you can somewhat have shared leadership, even though that, that, that you know, has pluses and minuses. Oh. No, I'm going to stop now. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know. I didn't I thought, I thought, okay. I'll go behind the back. No, that's all right. Um, so, so the idea, we've kind of come to the conclusion that even though um, we are, we, we do have, you know, one pastoral team, that this really is two churches with two very different identities in a good way. Uh, 3R is different. Uh, we kind of view that church um, as, uh, if you're familiar with the, with the New Testament, there was kind of the Antioch that was that was kind of a hub that could send places out. So resource-wise, we have more there right now as far as, you know, a few things. So like, for instance, David and I are full-time. We both get paid from that location, and we're okay with that. That's fine. There's no, we don't, we can't do it from here right now. Chad gets paid from here, but he's not full-time yet. We'd like to work towards that. So resource-wise, you know, we, we if we have things we can do that will be a blessing here, we're all about that. But when it comes down to you know, trying to try, there's things we can do together and it'll make sense. People are welcome to come to these events. You guys are welcome to go to those events. But at the end of the day, we, we've recognized that we're two churches. So I don't know if that makes sense or if you want to add to that, but. I, that's kind of where, why I started the way that I did is that like, it's clear now that Lapine's taking on its identity. There's nothing wrong with having one church in multiple locations because that's the reality of what the church is globally. <laughs> it's, it's one church and globally. Uh, so it's okay to have that in a couple communities, but the, the longer we've done that, the more we've realized that Lapine is very different in many ways than it is 12 miles up the road, which kind of surprised us. Uh, just the demographics different, the needs are different, and therefore the way that we're directing our time, money, ministries, resources is different than anything that they're doing or understanding in Three Rivers. And that's why we know that we need to um, probably pay more attention with just focusing on what's going on locally here um, with each other. So, but, but those guys up there, sorry, like Brent said, those guys up there are, um, what they're good for is they have a lot of resources and money and manpower and people that we don't have. And so they are freely giving in many ways that you guys maybe don't see to allow a lot of what we're doing to happen. So it, it's a cool, it's still a cool partnership. And that's the way the church works is uh we're well, not all the, the same the interesting thing is that they might flip one day to where this becomes the antioch and and then we start to send from this location you know you never know how it's going to work out so so this is probably temporary um but it's cool that you know if we need somebody to come down and help with worship or whatever it is that we're still we're, we're always going to be friendly that way um so we've got that kind of going but we don't you know we, we recognize that it's two churches by the way um strategically, because you guys have wondered about this, the rotation does have its challenges. We recognize that. I think everybody kind of enjoys kind of the, the variety of preaching. You get to hear from different people, and, and that's nice. But we strategically placed these two guys in Lapine 
um, pretty much most of the time. So they're only at the other location once when they preach, and then the rest of the time they're down here. Uh, and I, I'm the opposite of that. I'm in, I'm in 3R most of the time. So we've actually devoted more manpower here than we that we have there just because we want to see this thing, you know, build and get strong and, and you know, continue to develop. And so so that's, you know, for now that's what we're doing, and we'll, we'll continue to do that until the Lord directs us differently. Um, there may be a time when we, a fourth guy comes on that makes sense, and we'll, you know, have two in each location or whatever. But for now that's kind of the been the strategy so um yeah just to add a little bit so we've you know since the inception of lapine a little over two years ago when we merged with the door we um, you know we've tried a few different things and we've changed up the rotation a little bit and and, and tried kind of spreading around the manpower in different ways and so we're, we're still kind of learning as we go um and as a church we're learning as we go and, and as these guys alluded to you know the church is taking on its identity as we're learning as we go so it's a little bit of a moving target because of that and so you know we're, we're committed to continuing to learn as we go and we're committed to um you know doing what we can to make things work as best as they can but uh, just appreciate what's going on down here and glad to be a part of it and just super encouraged right now to see what god is doing um, just not only here, but in 3R as well, but just real exciting to, to see, um, you know, God move um, with the various meetings that we're having here in the warming center and just all the neat things that are coming out of that, even though they're a little bit messy, um, you know, just God is at work and we're just super encouraged by that. Well, if anybody has questions, you can just raise your hand and ask them. You don't have to wait for us to give you the opportunity, but. Um, one of the ways that you can see all three of us together, by the way, every week we meet and do what we called we, we had called table talk. We recently just changed the name to One Decent Pastor, which, if you don't know the joke, we've always said between the three of us we make one decent pastor, um, and it's it's kind of something you laugh at, but it's actually kind of true too. Uh, we fill each other's gaps in, and and it works out pretty well. Uh, table talk's been used and overused, and it, there's a lot of them out there. We recently changed, we're still doing a YouTube live stream, but we recently also made it a podcast because some people just can't sit down and watch a YouTube video, but they can listen to it, you know, when they're driving around. So, so one decent pastor is available. If you've ever tuned into the live stream, you kind of see the way we work together and how we interact with each other. <laughs> maybe a, maybe a blessing may not be, <laughs> maybe something, yeah, we saw it and we turned, we turned it off, but um, it gives you kind of insight into the way, you know, sometimes it's because we're not all together. You do get to see that dynamic a little bit. And if you've never watched it, um, we just talk about various things that are going on in the church and and we enjoy it a lot and hopefully it would be a benefit to you but that's kind of a change that's recently taken place you want to talk about pastoral care um, for those of you that were here was it maybe a couple couple weeks ago you actually said something about pastoral care and just kind of this neat uh, element that's going on where where you all are engaging in pastoral care like pastoral care isn't just for the pastors um, you know, I think in a lot of churches, there's just this expectation that everything falls on the shoulders of you know the people that are paid to be here, and 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 rightfully so. Some some things do, but um, you know pastoral care is a team effort, right? And, and everybody gets to engage in it. And lately, we've seen as you know some people have been you know down with sickness and different things. Um, you know, we've seen kind of behind the scenes, you all kind of reaching out to one another and checking in on one another, and uh, even sending us updates about how you're checking in on one another. And uh, we just want to say, like, keep doing that, <laughs> do more of that, because pastoral care is, is a team effort that, you know, uh, within the confines of the church that we should all engage in. And so it's exciting uh, to see that happen. Yeah, just well done. It's so cool when, uh, you know, you go to check in on somebody and you find out that you're the sixth or seventh person that's done that and the congregation has already done that so well. So um, it's, it's, it's cool when you see that happening and it's happening here 
uh, we love seeing like the community group leaders and, and all these different people that are taking that role on and doing it. So, yeah. at first we're like we're like, how come we didn't hear about that first? And then it's like, oh, this is rad, you know, like this is super cool that everyone's just taking care of each other and they don't. It doesn't have to go through, you know, who we think it has to go through. That we we all just you know jump on it and we're. Um, whoa, is that Shirley? Are you here for this or for that, bro? You're the man, dude. I haven't seen you in a long time. We're going to have to do town halls just to get Steve Shirley in here more often. Good to see you. Probably an airplane joke in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Could be had. <laughs> okay, another group of people that, um, you know, there's a lot of a lot of people that are that are uh, devoting themselves to it. We're seeing more and more of this, actually. As we moved into this building, people have stepped up and are helping more, serving more, taking ownership of what's going on. But specifically, we asked three different guys to um, to help us in, in regards to being deacons at the at the church and deacons really are in that spot where they're they're kind of servant leaders that free us up to do the things we need to do and and they these guys have just been rocking it you know for quite a while not not even before we identified them publicly they've just been working 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 and and uh you know two of them are here almost all the time he would be here all the time if he could be but he actually has a job and can't be uh, we want to just publicly thank you guys uh we've over the years we've had um We've seen, we've had deacon boards, we've had deacons, but what we're seeing here, just blowing our minds. Um, it's it's just unbelievable what you guys do for the church, selflessly pouring into it. And you know, honestly, it wouldn't be the same without you guys. So, as a church, we we wanted to recognize you guys and do something special for you and your wives because we know that you're they're here a lot of times when you guys are you know. Yeah, so we want to bless you with something. You guys you guys can open it later if you want to, but we we got you guys um, just just a gift. Um, uh, and we hope that it just, um, hope it expresses how much we, we appreciate you guys and love you and, and, you know, value what you guys are doing and value you guys. So thank you very much. Mike's not here, so he doesn't get his. <laughs> yeah. And then lastly, in regards to the pastoral team, not the meeting, but the pastoral, that's this part of the agenda. Don't get excited. Um, it's just, uh, we want to reinforce that, um, we're available. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter. I think sometimes people don't want to bug you. They don't want to, you know, they think there's a lot of other things going on. But if there's something that's important going on in your life and you need us for something, we are available. We want to hear from you um, anytime, anywhere, please. Uh, there's a lot of people you can talk to, and, and a lot of you do go to you know, other people, you know, and that's okay, too. I, I love that there's a lot of people caring in this church, but we are here if you need us. It's our privilege, our responsibility. It's what we're supposed to do so please don't forget that and take it take advantage of it you know um, we want to we want to be there any way we can for you guys so keep going any questions about anything so far there'll be time at the end too where you can ask questions at the end so we'll make sure okay we'll keep rolling then um, wanted to say you know big thanks to everybody who serves so faithfully to make this everything work because there's there's so many moving parts so many things going on and just watching people step up you know if you walk into the the that part of the building right now it doesn't look like the same place it did you know and that's because so many people have stepped up and helped and and we just appreciate everybody who's serving faithfully whether it's in the building or whether it's in you know the ministries that are going on throughout the week so many people doing so many things and it's just great so thank you so much for your faithful service we were hoping to have some updates so if you are a leader of a group or part of a group and you want to give just a quick update about what's going on whether it's a community group a bible study Tony and peggy are online watching but um they can't give an update because they're online watching but you know yeah anyway we have a quick update for tony and peggy yeah. just that their groups are on hiatus right now until kind of case loads and numbers get down there's you know some health concerns there so um, if you have questions, you can call them, but uh, but their groups are on hiatus for um, the time being. All right. 
And I know Mike's group stopped meeting for a while too because um, you know the numbers had gone down to where he just thought they would take a break for a while and then start up again later. So you want to say something about your group? I'm going to have Jacques run over with the mic just so. Right now we're just waiting for the brand Dallas to get healthy and then we will pick back up. We're in, uh, we'll be in the second half of John 13. Um, we've been stalled for what, three weeks or so. Maybe, maybe a little bit longer because of the holidays, but we fully intend to fire back up. We're just waiting until we have some good, healthy people and we can enjoy one another instead of be worrying about um, all of the things that are going on health-wise. So we're keeping them in prayer. We're keeping these two in prayer still and Christy over there in prayer and... Um, we just, we're anxious to get back into the swing of things. But for right now, this is what God's doing, so. And if Dan still progressing. I haven't been able to hear from oh. Ken Gala. So those that didn't hear on the live stream, both Dan and Gordon are getting better. They're on the mend. So the short version is, is we sent a feeler out to Gala and Dan uh, this afternoon to see where they're at because we haven't heard from them since Dan got home last week. They just kind of dropped off the map. Um, so we're in contact and waiting. By the way, um, what night is your study and what time is it? Tuesday night at 6.30. At your place? At our place. Okay, and there's room for more if they there want to come? There's always room for more. Okay, cool. You know, we'll we'll build a balcony and, you know, we'll kick the living room wall out. Lower people through the roof we'll if you need to. Do whatever we need to do as long as my wife doesn't divorce okay, me. Okay, so if you want to come and you want to cut a hole in the roof, you just got permission, so we're, we're okay. Um, yeah, this is jumping ahead to something else, but um, that this church, um, we're, we're committed to having a care fund. So we try to take 10% of what comes in and, and use it towards care fund and 10% of what comes in and use it towards missions. And in both of those areas, we haven't, we haven't been hitting that mark just because we haven't found out about needs. We'd like to support more missionaries. We, we just picked up, you know, we'll get to that in a little bit, but we picked up a new one that we're going to be supporting. But if you guys know of needs in the, in the community where we can help, um, you know, whether it's people in the church or people outside of the church where we can bless them with something, you know, whether it's, you know, tires or, medical bills or meals or whatever it happens to be and, and we can be a part of that we need to know about it so you guys are sometimes our ears when it comes to that kind of stuff uh, there is money available and we want to be able to, to use that to, to help the congregation and to help people outside so take advantage of those things please okay um, AV ministry update Ty do you want to say anything about that or would you just want us to say something about it that's what I thought um, I were going to say anything it would be help that that was he might not even say it because but Ty is basically um, he's doing it all right now, and, and that's great until you know he doesn't show up one one day because he's he's sick or burned out or or whatever. So we could really use more people that want to help with that. Um, it is you know one of those kind of challenging ministries that nobody notices until something goes wrong and then they all turn around and want to look at you. And so I, I understand why people don't always want to do it. But if you know if you're willing, we could use more help with the audio stuff and the video stuff. And we'll try to make sure you know what's going on. We don't expect perfection here. You guys know that. But but it is sure nice to have 
sound coming through when we need it and lyrics on the screen when we need it and you know the, the instruments being heard and stuff like that so consider that pray about it but we could use more help there it would be nice to see a couple more people he's coming one of my frustrations in that area is it doesn't seem like uh, when we go into the planning center and we load music in that it's always on Ty's laptop, and I'm hoping that you guys can figure out a way to get all of that coordinated, because I'm sure it works great in 3R. <laughs> it, 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 it doesn't. It's actually. much better here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, at the, at the meeting coming up, we've got a, a worship meeting coming up right. in a, the following Saturday, and we're going to try to we're going to try to figure out what can we do to streamline some of these things, to make things better, to make it to, not even so that it's just easier for you guys, but there's just more joyful for all of us. So. Well, I, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt my feelings so much as it frustrates the congregation when the words aren't up there or they're not the same. And I'm not here to entertain. And I know the other worship leaders aren't here to entertain. We're here to help lead worship. And so I would really hope that somehow, some way, we can all figure out how to make that happen so that it doesn't fall through the cracks. Yeah, I mean, we we want to we want to see some positive changes in that regard. So yep. that's part of what that meeting is going to be is is a chance for us to to brainstorm a little bit and figure some of this stuff out. Uh, I don't know if we have anything to update there. Free food market update is any, I don't know. We were a couple months off. I don't know if anybody's here when that takes place or if there's uh, usually Diane gives that and she's not here. So Kathy, it's coming. Yeah, it's, it's coming back this uh, this month and next month it's back again. Well, and then it'll continue on unless there's a weird holiday or something like that or snow. She certainly would like that, yeah. I would be interested in you know, filling that role or seeing what that looked like. Um, I'd only, I'd only been like four or five times, but I know the last time I missed, I guess you guys are now having the cars go out the race parking lot. Is that correct? Yep. Okay. That's way better. Oh, we can't do that. The snow might stop it. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll try to put you in touch with, with Diane, and you yeah. could just talk and kind of get an idea okay. if, it, if it's something that is doable. Yeah. Uh, it would be nice. You know, it was cool when we asked for volunteers and people to step up in, in Lapine to take care of, take this on. It was pretty cool how many people stepped up. And so, again, Diane doesn't mind helping, but it's just part of, again, just, you know, becoming kind of our own, our own unit and doing it. So if there's people here that can do it, that would be fantastic. Okay. Um, you've also said, this is on the list also, that uh, when it comes to child care, Christy said, you know, I'd be willing to help with that. We don't really want to just put it on one person. The way we've done things in the past, and this might sound weird, some churches have everything ready to go, and then they open their doors. We open our doors, and we wait till people are passionate about something where they have this burden to do it and wait for God to provide before we open up some of those ministries. Well, that means it's going to be hard for families with kids to come until we have that going. And in the past, we had a few. We had it going at the old location a little bit when we were at the, park, or the Parks and Rec building. Uh, it was starting, but it was hard to get volunteers. Uh, we've in the past had to, we've talked about paying people to come in and do nursery because sometimes you can just pay, a, you know, a teenage girl or two to come in and they take it on and 
Um, you know, that's one way to do it. But especially when it comes to the littler kids, like three and under, it, it, two and under maybe, depends on <laughs> how aggressive the toddler is. <laughs> um, we have a room set up right now and we would love to, you know, to attract younger families if possible. But that's a ministry that takes a lot of, you know, a lot of care and a lot of time. So I know we've got at least one person that's willing to step up in that, but we would love to see that ministry grow. So if that's something that's, you know, God is, um, you know, pushing you towards or burdening your heart with, we could use more people. But that's another area we'd like to see expand um, as the Lord provides. So, yeah. Do we need to separate you two? I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> we wouldn't do that. You're married. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I said that one time, like, can we put a three-year-old in there? And it was like, have you seen that three-year-old? It's like, he will like, be like Godzilla just going through a city. Wouldn't be good for the t- for the babies. So, uh, Meals ministry is another area that if, if there was somebody that had that. So Dion in, in Three Rivers kind of takes that on. And I know she's, she's done it a little bit down here. But when we have somebody like Dan and Gala that are, you know, just burdened or, you know, you guys, when you were sick, I'm sure you guys possibly could have used it too, where, where the church can, you know, we can organize something to, to provide some meals for people, even outside of the church, because that's what an amazing testimony that is when you have, you know, a church rally around you and say, hey, we're going to bring some meals for you as you're going through a hard time. And if we could, again, we need somebody that, you know, has that burden and wants to step up, I can connect you up with Dion. She can tell you there's a there's a web, kind of a web-based thing you can use where people sign up and works pretty slick. Uh, we just need the people that are willing to kind of organize it. But that would be another cool thing to kind of see get implemented. So um, something we'd like to see, just letting you guys know about it. Still going, still rolling, all right. I'll keep going. I'll just keep talking and they'll let me, so. Um, kitchen communion Sunday mornings. Craig's kind of been heading this up. Uh, how are things going? Do you have any needs? you need anybody to step up and help? This is like the coffee, getting the communion ready, making sure that, you know, if there's pastries or whatever, that kind of stuff gets taken care of, so. What do you have to say, Craig? Well, I'm new at communion. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You know, we're kind of ragtag. We got a couple matching tables. I, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, they're, they're, you know, they're <laughs> substituting for workbenches in here while I'm painting. But you know, other than that, I, I yeah, I'm trying to keep the the bread fresh and and and, and the grape juice. You know, so, but it's. It's just a blessing. I keep seeing Lego figures up here. I just got this in my head. I don't know why. I can't but imagine <laughs> why. <laughs> um, no, it's just, it's it's good, you know, um, trying to do it every, you know, the last Sunday of the month. And, and I haven't just been asking or anything, just doing it. So I, I. Well, it seems to be working. Just seeing if you needed help or if it's all, everything's running smooth. So. No, it's it's going good. Praise God. Thank you for Carrie the opportunity Thompson? to do that. Oh yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, she 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 don't mess she don't mess around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just went and saw it. Woohoo! Yeah. It's going to be kind of an ongoing thing, but I think uh, some of the stuff we've already implemented as far as, um, we, you know, we're going to talk about the warming center, but limiting what we bring in and what we allow to come in and, and making sure that, you know, things are moving out quickly is is going to be a big help. So, but yeah, we appreciate, it's just so cool to see all the stuff that's, you know, it blows my mind. Every time I come, it looks different and better. And and it's like, is this the same place? And it's just been great. So thank you very much. I know you're not doing it for the accolades, but thank you. It's been awesome. We appreciate it.
Okay, so uh, pastry, somebody had asked about that. I think Jacques mentioned something Ashley's about it. Ashley's been bringing uh, okay. pastries, donut holes, cinnamon rolls. All the, all the right if stuff. If they get past me, everybody else gets some too. Yeah, so just so you know, I, I, this is another one of those areas where um, if you've been to 3R on Sunday mornings, there's a bunch of stuff out there, but it's just people from the congregation that have just done it. We didn't ask for it. We're not really, you know, I don't even know how it's even showing up sometimes, but every Sunday there's just a ton of stuff that's there, and the church has just been doing it, and we're like, we're not going to say no, so they keep bringing it, we keep eating it, and that's how it's worked. So, you, you know, we could get more organized and say, you know, let's get a schedule and people can sign up and all that, but it's just kind of nice when it just happens. So um, the more we can eat together as a church and hang out and do that kind of stuff, the better. So it's been kind of tricky right, right now with the uptick in the thing, but um, I don't want to say it. don't want to say it. don't want to say it out loud. But um, but if we can, you know, if we can get back to eating together out on Sundays, it's just fantastic when we're able to do that. So um, anyway, glad that's still working. Uh, building update. I don't know. Jock, you want to give any update on the building? Anything we need to know about? Or David? Toilets just got fixed. <laughs> Toilets work. <laughs> Toilets are flushing. Praise the Lord. That's just a good waiting thing. for some more supplies and we can get going on the floors again. We're on order. If you haven't had the opportunity to walk around and look and see just all the changes that are made, it's just mind-blowing, but very cool. Kirk? I talked with Chad about this a little bit today, about splitting the doors, the two with the glass. Personally, I would rather see you take a full door and not destroy those two doors with the glass in them because if we cut them, um, they're going to be so low because those windows are so large that I don't think in the long run it will be effective. So if maybe if we took a couple of the other 36-inch uh, doors and split those, because generally the knobs are a little bit in a little bit different position, and we can go a little bit higher like one of these doors, okay, and that will give you the function that you need. You won't have a window, but we can always address that down the road by going to Lowe's or Home Depot and getting one of their uh, windows for a few bucks or over to Habitat for Humanity. What we really do as long as we get split doors in both those rooms. Okay. We just thought these already are there. They fit the openings, so we'll let you use them for the sake of not having to buy new ones. But um, I would actually talk to Mike about that. We're okay with it, obviously. I mean, Mike and I have chatted about it okay. a little bit, but I'll get back with him on it. I don't okay. have a problem with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, because he's, he's, him and Jock are kind of the ones handling business, yeah, and what do they know? we trust him with that <laughs> stuff. So, uh, so yeah, if you don't think it'd be a good idea to use those, then let's not use them. I think you've got other doors here that are available that would probably suit your need better. Okay, cool, cool. I was looking at where that would have to be cut, and I could just picture somebody walking, like not even seeing it, just flipping over it, because it would be pretty low. I don't know if it would happen, but that's what I, that's what I imagined. It was kind of fun. So if it's a, if it's a solid core door, you would cut it below the glass. It's just got to be, yeah. We did it in the other, like at the nursery in 3R, the doors are, yeah, Dutch doors. So that you could, like in the staff room, you could have it open, and you can still see people, but there's some kind of, you know, and the nursery's great for that, too. A window in the nursery's nice, too, because then... Dutch door, yep, that's what we're looking for. Yep, and windows are good too because then people can always see and see what's going on. Okay, uh, anything else on the building? Warming center update? Doesn't want my mic. 
Um, yeah, Warming Center, uh, it's going. It's been going uh, for a little over a month now, and uh, not, not without its challenges, but generally uh, going well. Uh, we've had a couple weird things happen, and we have some weird things happen every year, so that's nothing new. <laughs> um, it's just the nature of the gig. It just it comes with the territory. Um, but we're open every night, uh, 5 p.m. to 7 a.m. Uh, we've been having the last few nights uh, six to eight guests. Um, part of the work that's been done, and I think most of you have probably seen this, but we've got a couple of bunk rooms set up, and so we've got, we've got 20 beds uh, right now as it stands. And uh, we're not at capacity, but um, you know, it seems to be as time goes on, the, the numbers of guests staying with us continue to rise. Uh, and so that's good. Um, staffing and volunteer-wise, like we can always use more volunteers. There's always opportunities to get involved. Uh, but but we're, we're sitting pretty, we kind of have the bare minimum right now in, in terms of staff and volunteers. And so we have people here every night, uh, which is helpful. But if you did want to volunteer, um, you know, there's kind of a couple of ways that we can approach, you know, you volunteering for a shift. So we're open 5 p.m. to 7 a.m. And, and we have uh, staff here almost every night that cover that span from 5 to 7. So they're putting in a, you know, 14-hour shift. Uh, and then we supplement that with volunteers. And if you want to stay all night, more power to you. Um, but if you don't want to stay all night and you want to come down for a few hours in the evening around dinner time, or you want to come in the morning uh, or whatever, um, you know, we, we always have room uh, for that. And I think a neat thing that, that tends to happen uh, every year with the warming center is that uh, as people volunteer and as guests come, they, they get to know each other. And there's this kind of neat relational dynamic that happens um, as you get to know people and hear their stories and, and those kinds of things. And so just part of the neat thing that God is doing here with the warming center, uh, we're starting to see some of the folks come and, and participate in Sunday service with us, which we're thrilled for that to happen. Um, you know, that's our ultimate goal is for that to happen. And so uh, excited for that. Um, not totally warming center, but related. I think you all know that we have uh, recovery meetings that happen here uh, every night of the week, some nights two meetings a week. So we, I think we've got about 10 or 11 meetings that happen uh, throughout the week here for uh, both AA and NA. And we're starting to see just a lot of cross-pollination with the recovery meetings and the warming center and the church. Uh, and it's super cool, super exciting. Um, and so I would just add even just another opportunity, um, you know, whether you have recovery in your background or not, um, you know, there's times I've just kind of stumbled into a meeting down here, kind of forgetting there was a meeting and I have to come down and pick something up. And there's just a cool vibe that's happening here during the meetings. And there's life here and there's vibrance here uh, on those nights. And, um, you know, when people find out that, you know, you're one of the pastors of the church, they're just, they just come up and thank us for the use of the building. Super grateful. And just, yeah, see lots of door paraphernalia <laughs> out there. Like all these people you don't know are wearing like door apparel. And it's like, so you, so you put all that together and there's just a lot of neat things happening uh, out there. And, you know, we're, we're reaching a, a demographic in Lapine that, that maybe some other churches aren't necessarily reaching. And so that's, we're just excited about that. So just as far as ongoing needs, um, you know, volunteers for the warming center, um, you know, if you wanted to donate food or winter gear, you know, coats, gloves, hats, scarves, those kinds of things, we're always looking for that kind of stuff. Uh, and our uh, shelves are a little bare now. We had a, a family, I think it was a couple of weeks ago now, that uh, lost their house to a fire. Maybe you saw it on the news. Uh, and the fire department called us that morning and said, hey, can we bring these this family down? They need somewhere warm to be until the Red Cross can connect with them. So they came down here for a couple of hours, uh, and we just went through our clothes closet and uh, pillaged it. And we, of course, we wanted them to do that, um, to take everything that they needed, uh, because they just got out of this fire with just basically what they were wearing. So a neat opportunity that we got to help that family out as well, but as a result, our, our closet's a little bit low 
at the moment. So lots of opportunities to get involved. Um, and I think the last thing I'll just mention, uh, this morning we had a, a monitoring with uh, Neighbor Impact. I think you all kind of know the deal with the building and Neighbor Impact. And so um, on a semi-regular basis, meaning a two to three times a year, they come and do a monitoring just to make sure that we're uh, abiding by our obligations and uh, the monitoring went well and we are abiding by our obligations and things are going well there also. Does that have anything to add to that? Oh, Kirk. Kirk. I, I have an update about Dan and Gala, if I could interject. Yeah. Okay. Um, Gala says she's feeling pretty good compared to where she was before. There's, she's still having a problem with her taste, and depending upon what she's doing, she gets a little winded. Dan's down from three liters to one and a half liters of oxygen on his O2, and he's been doing a few small things to challenge his lungs, then he'll sit down and relax. So they're looking forward to coming back to church and looking forward to getting back in the swing of things. That's good. Thank you, Lord, and continue to help them. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I, do, I do have a second last thing to say about the warming center <laughs> as well. Um, and not just the warming center, but as we're thinking about like the nursery and things like that, um, you know, as all these things are happening, like there's a lot of distractions that can happen on a Sunday morning and even some weird things that can happen on Sunday mornings um, because of the crowd, you know, that we're drawing. And, and I just want to say like we have a lot of patience for those kinds of things. A lot of patience for the people that God brings in our doors, and you know, we we just trust that the people that show up are the people that God is directing to be here, uh, with all their quirks and, and uniqueness and all of those kinds of things. And so, so I just want to iterate from the pastors that you know we have a pretty high tolerance for some weird things that can tend to happen on Sunday mornings because of the crowd that we attract. Um, and you know, these are people that God has put in front of us to love, God has put in front of us to serve, and that's something that we don't take lightly. And so just be encouraged when, you know, you might see something or someone that looks a little sketchy or weird or something weird is going down. Um, you know, consider that an opportunity to love and serve uh, the people that God has brought to us. And it, and it kind of looks a lot like what Jesus, when he was here, dealt with. He had a lot of weird people in his meetings, too. <laughs> and, and, you know, kind of worked out pretty well. So what it, well, it's cool. It, you know, I, you can look at it a couple of ways, but the Lord is bringing us opportunities. David just heard from a guy the other day that was just talking about how, this has been that shot that he needed to get back on track with the Lord um, and, you know, what this church has meant to him and what we're doing has meant to him. And, and we're gonna, I think we're just going to continue to hear testimonies like that, helping a family whose house burned down, making the news. It was, I don't know if you guys saw that, but it was on a couple of the news sources. And it's just cool that, that, that this church is going to be more and more known for that, helping people with food, if we're doing free food market or whatever it might be, um, with the goal in mind of introducing people to Jesus. It's just a lot of, a lot of good opportunity, a lot of cool things happening. By the way, um, we did receive a grant for most of our operating expenses, so even the, the financial burden on the church, it really probably will be nothing at all. I mean, a few things like, you know, here and there, but, but for the most part, all of our staffing is covered, all of our, you know, a lot of the improvements we're doing to the building falls under that grant, and so it's just been cool to see the way the Lord's provided in that regard um, in an amazing way. So uh, I'll just skip ahead to finances, too, because that's right there. Um, thank you, guys. Uh, it's amazing to see what a, what you know just a small faithful church can can do. We went you know it's been a weird year for most churches and attendance has dropped in some churches and you know we we've kind of wondered what was going to happen and giving is up not not much but 3.25 percent if you want the percentage from last year. So um, just thank you you know thank you for your faithful support. We don't hammer away at giving here. We don't talk about it. We don't pass the plate. We just watch God continually provide and we know that's through. Um, through the saints just being faithful and, and generous. And so thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, we are 
we have, you know, everything we've needed, the Lord's provided. And, um, you know, we're in the black, you know, in both locations. The other location was up, I, you know, I think 30% this year, um, which is crazy. We don't even know why or how. It's just like the Lord just blessing us with, um, with this. And so, um, very cool. Yeah, we keep all of the finances separate. So they're all, we have one bank account, but there's two different accounts. So we, we keep it all separated. Um, there's times when, you know, again, because there's more there and there's, you know, it's just a larger, you know, if something needs to be provided for this church, we don't, we don't even hesitate. We don't think twice about it. And it, we know it would be the same if it was the other way around. So, so we really don't worry about that kind of stuff. If there's a need that we can meet, we meet it. And, and so we'll always kind of hopefully be generous that way to each other and, and, you know, whatever. I know if there was a need there that one of the people here could meet, it, it would happen. And that's, that's a, the right way to do it. So, but yeah, it's all separated out so that we know what's what. By the way, if you did give this year and you um, have not, all the financial statements have been sent out. Um, Tammy sends those out. If you didn't receive yours or if something looks weird about it or whatever, contact Tammy. Her email address is the exact same as ours, except just don't put our, don't put Pastor Brent or Pastor David, put Tammy and, and you'll get, and she'll get it. And then the same thing with Andrew Walls. If you want a, a financial statement, we send those out quarterly. If anybody wants to see what's going on with the giving, we, we're open with that. We want to make sure you guys see that. So if you want to see financial statements, uh, you can either talk to one of us and we'll get you on the mailing list or just email Andrew at the door 3r.org or lp.org and it'll he'll he'll get you hooked up. So yeah, and then as far as missions goes, um, again, I mentioned we want to try to put a good portion of that to missions. We really like to personally know the missionaries we support. Uh, we've kind of, I don't want to say we've gotten burned in the past, but sometimes if you don't know somebody and you're just sending money and you don't really know what they're about or what they're teaching, or it's kind of a little bit risky, and so we really like to know. So Glenn Miller, you guys have met, and he's going to come down here. I think we're going to try to do a, like a Friday night probably at the other location. That's partly because it's a larger room and partly because there's nothing going on there during the week like it is here, so it's not... You know, it's not like we think that's a better location to have events. Sometimes it just works better. But he's going to do a Friday night thing where he just kind of, you know, you know the missionaries. You know what they do. I'm going to get the slideshow. and I, Not really, but somehow he's going to let us know what's going on so that you just get to know Glenn a little bit better. He trains pastors in Africa, and he's just a really neat, godly man. And so uh, we're supporting him through, through both locations, and we'd like to see that increase. So, um, you know, the more missionaries we can support, the more money we can put towards what God's doing, not just locally, because the, the Warming Center is a local missions. You know, we look at it that way, but but overseas as well, we want to do that. It's probably worth mentioning that uh, that our monthly support for Glenn uh, from our congregation is $100 a month. Uh, we would hope that as time goes on that we would be able to increase that, but that's where we started with him. Um, and then I'll just make a, a brief plug for Glenn. So my wife and I, we've known Glenn for a long time before we ended up both here in Sun River. Uh, so we have kind of a long-standing relationship with he and his wife and just can attest to the fact that they're just great people um, serving the Lord uh, in their retirement years, uh, doing what they're doing. Uh, and much of it, I think, is even kind of out of their own pocket, um, you know, that, they're, that he's going to Africa and training pastors and just the way that they've chosen to, to spend their money, which, you know, more and more power to them and, and a great thing for them to do in service to the Lord. Um, but uh, as time goes on, we would hope to ratchet up that $100 a month to where it could be, you know, more significant uh, as we go. So you'll have opportunities to meet Glenn and Stacy as they come down here from time to time. Um, but you're also welcome to reach out to them if you would like to hear more about what they do. Yeah, and, and just, you know, like we've said the, the, the location as well. Um, if you wanted to, like, if you know Glenn and you wanted to give to them and you wanted to do it to the church, if, if more comes in than what we've, you know, committed to, we'll give it to them. So last month, 700 more came in out of the blue. So that went to them. That's how we kind of do that. So um, 
we're getting really close to the end of our part and then whatever questions you guys have. So just in case you were thinking how much longer, not much longer. Um, communication, that's one of the things that's really hard to do uh, well. And we've tried to find different ways to do it. Facebook was a good way to do it for a while. Not everybody's on Facebook. We try to send out other opportunities. So th these are the ways that we communicate. We have a public Facebook page that we don't put a lot on. Anybody can join the public Facebook page. It's just kind of, you know, sometimes we'll put the, the warming center or an event we're having on there. But it's, you know, not a lot going on there. The private Facebook page is just for people that go to the door because we share a lot of private information on there. We share prayer requests. We share phone numbers. We share things like that. So when you... If you were to get on, actually, I just approved you the other day. So Karen got on the other day and asked a question. Do you go, is the door church your home? Do you go to church at the door? And if you answer no, we're not going to let you in the group because, you know, unless we know you. Yeah. There are some exceptions like, you know, I let, I let your dad and mom in because, you know, they don't go to the door. But, you know, they're all right. So sometimes we'll let people in because we know them. But generally speaking, we try to keep it with, you know, people. And there's been people that have left the church. We don't kick them out of the group, you know, unless they're, you know, getting on there and creating problems. And they're going to be. But, I mean, you know, it's it's more we want to make sure we kind of know who's there and we feel as comfortable and safe with it. So the private page is for that. We've had people sometimes, that, you know, they want their aunt in Georgia to, to be part of the Facebook page and then we'll invite them. I don't, you know, we, we generally don't do that. So, you know, if you have somebody you really want on there, talk to us and we'll, we'll figure it out. We're not, you know, trying to be weird about it. But that's the private page. We would also tell you to check your notification settings in Facebook, if you are on Facebook still, because I think it was Carrie was saying she wasn't getting any of the notifications. She went in and looked, and they were turned off. So that's why. So we try to post things about closures or anything that's going on, meetings, things like that, so that you can see. But if your notifications are turned off, you won't see it. We also send things out via email. There's a newsletter we send out once a month. We try not to you know, make it too crazy, just very simple once a month. And then if there's something going on, like, you know, out of the ordinary, like, say that, you know, there was a blizzard and we weren't going to be there that day or something, we would try to put it out that way as well. The way you get on that is on the Facebook, or on the, sorry, not Facebook, on the Doors main page, there's, um, what's it, how does it say sign up for the mailing list? We changed it to mailing list because it said directory, and it's not a directory, it's the mailing list. If you want to sign up on that, then you'll start getting those communications, especially if you're not on Facebook. Of course, there's the website. If you haven't been there, you know, go there, look at it, check it out. What do you want? Uh, a Facebook page? Okay. So there's a, there's an unauthorized mailing list out there of some kind that you can get on, but we don't manage that, so I don't know what to say about that. Nobody can hear. Yeah. If the women get together. Is that good? No, okay. green is good. That's what I thought. It's red. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyhow, any ladies who would like to get on the list uh, can see Lori Rice. We have. They a won't know who she is. So see Carrie Thompson if you want to get on the list. Okay. Or David. Or David. Um, I know, like, there was something about a women's uh, a possible women's retreat coming up. I saw that on Facebook the other day, and so there's, you know, look at most people belong to both pages, which is also weird because we could probably just have one page, but then I don't know how to do this right. If you have ideas on how we communicate better, let us know because there's probably better ways to do it. But these are the ways we do it. There's also the YouTube channels, yeah, text. I don't know. It's but email seems to work pretty well. That's what we're trying to do. But those are kind of the ways that you'll, um, you know, look for us and find us. If you haven't checked out the YouTube pan channel, there's one called The Door at Central Oregon because we had them combined at one point. Then we, Lapine got its own, so now there's The Door, Lapine, The Door, Central Oregon. And you'll find sermons, table talk, no, one decent pastor, and that sort of thing. Craig? And I, I just noticed, I don't do that Facebook thing, but 
Um, I just get the email. Yeah. And uh, we go into people's junk. It goes, yeah. It yeah. Goes, if you sign up for the newsletter and you haven't got it, don't keep signing yeah. up. I've seen people sign up six times. Look, <laughs> you, look at your junk folder. That's where it's at. If for some reason they they think we're junk. Or it goes in promotions or something, you know. Yeah. And it's next to Wayfair. Yep. Yeah. If you've signed, I, I, yeah. Thanks for saying that, Craig, because I haven't even had it in my notes. If you've signed up for the newsletter and you haven't gotten it, you're, that's what's happening. Because um, I've seen a lot of, yeah, you're, some of your names are on there repeatedly, and that's what's going on. So thank you, sir. Okay. The only other thing I was going to mention, uh, well, two things. One, uh, Mike had mentioned that we should have a warming center open house, and I think it's a great idea. Um, so we can invite. The church, the other church, the public, anybody that wants to come and maybe do something on a, on a, you know, a Saturday or something like that where we can just let anybody that wants to come through and see what's going on kind of check it out. I think that would be fantastic. So I kind of hopefully we can make that work and maybe we can kind of do it up with some coffee and some snackies and, you know, that kind of stuff. Hors d'oeuvres, like really get – no, I'm just kidding. Don't want to get too crazy. But that's a really cool idea that we want to kind of implement that. So Mike's not here, but I was going to say kudos to Mike and good job for thinking of that. But – He'll watch it later. And then the other thing is that we've, in the past, we've done newcomers lunches. And it's been a long time. We were going to do one, and then I think the thing hit, and we just didn't do one. And so it, the idea behind it is um, when new people come, sometimes you, you're in a church for six months before you've connected with people or before you've even found out kind of like what are your distinctives and do you believe what I believe and are there, you know, are there deal breakers that I should know about. Uh, if you have a newcomers lunch and, and new people can come right from the start and find out about these things, it saves a lot of time, and it, you know you can know this is the church for me. Some people just call and say, "Hey, I want to meet with the pastors and find out about." Some people don't do that. What ends up happening, and we've just watched it, is people sit in there and just assume that everybody here believes exactly what I believe, and that's a pretty, you know, <laughs> it's a silly assumption, but that's what people do. So, for instance, if you know there's a like water baptism for infants is something that has to happen, or I will not go to church there. That's a deal breaker. Well, yeah, you probably should find out if we do that. We don't. You know, we can save each other some time, and then you can find the church that fits there. So we're overdue for a newcomer's lunch is the point. Probably nobody here has been through one, and so we've got people that have been here since the start, and they still haven't been to a newcomer's lunch. But it's uh, something we'd like to do one of these days. Uh, we provide the food right after church. We would just kind of, you know, ask people to sign up, stay after, we'll feed you lunch. I thought somebody was snoring, but that was a car, I think. It's like time to, time to wrap it up. If somebody, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's another thing that hopefully we'll have coming up soon. It's probably worth mentioning, too, in that regard. So we, we did a table talk series where we unpacked our doctrinal statement. So if you just, you know, if depending on when we can schedule a lunch, if you can't wait that long, it, it's on YouTube at the Door Central Oregon. Uh, if you want to go through and hear us talk about uh, kind of in depth about uh, our beliefs and our distinctives. All right. That is the end of our agenda. Any questions that any of you guys have about anything, we can answer those now or try to or David can try to. Yeah. <laughs> That's generous. <laughs> that could that could go bad. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We'll get it Sunday too. We open it up. And it won't get. Randy, yeah. Uh, it's not so much a question. It's, um, I guess, maybe an affirmation or whatever. We were talking about three pastors roving, and. Um, I've seen it done before, and it didn't exactly click, but I'm amazed at the how things flow. Uh, 
it, it's obvious that you guys are deep into studying and knowing what you're going to share, and uh, and it works well. So what you're saying is between the three of us, we make one decent pastor. <laughs> exactly right. You. You know, it, it's it's always, um, you know, when we started, we were just doing what we thought we sh were supposed to do. And then to see that affirmed in different ways over the years, I mean, it, it has its problems. We know that. But all in all, it's kind of cool to not, you know, I get to hear the word of God preached to me because of this model. And they, they get to hear it, you know. And uh, you don't hear, you know, not, I mean, the best preachers, after you've heard them over and over and over again for a while, you just kind of, oh, you know, he's saying that again. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's nice to hear something that we're completely different in the way that we do it. And. So I just think, you know, when, when you finally kind of realize it, of course, everybody has the, the guy they'd rather listen to and all that, but it's just a blessing. So thanks for that affirmation. Appreciate it. Any other questions or about anything? <laughs> I think, yeah. So thank you for taking time out of your Friday night to come down and hang out. And like I said, hopefully we'll be We'll be better at doing some of these things regularly so that we all feel like we're on the same page and, you know, we're communicating well and moving ahead. So I think there's exciting things ahead, um, just like we talked about some of them tonight. You know, some of the things that we have our hands dirty in right now are things that, I don't know, a lot of churches don't usually get their hands dirty in. And, um, and that's usually when we see, you know, you get front row seats to see God do some, some pretty interesting stuff and uh, that we get to be a part of it's pretty cool, so. We're really glad you guys are here. Every single one of you brings something that we absolutely need um, that's vital to the overall, you know, health and strength of, of this little congregation. So, yeah, we appreciate you and look forward to what's next. All right. We love you guys. We love this church. We love being a part of it. We love to do what we, you know, be able to do what we get to do. And so just going to pray us out, I guess. All right. Um, Father, we are... Um, First and foremost, just grateful for who you are and what you've done for us, Lord. Not only have you just um, provided a wonderful place for us to meet and gather and worship you, but but um, just brought so many great people. And, and just to watch the way that people are serving and ministering and loving one another just blows our minds, Lord. So thank you for bringing us people such as these. Thank you that we get to be shepherds in this in this group, Lord. It's a daunting task. It's it's terrifying at times just to be in this role. But thank you for the grace and the and the humility that that they show us and the, the love that they show us. We appreciate it. We pray, Lord, that you would unite us, you would bind us together, that we would continue to grow in all the right ways, that we would continue just to make an impact with the gospel in this community, that you would bring more and more people that need to meet Jesus through these doors. And, and thank you that we get to be a part of what you're doing. Uh, thank you for Jesus, Lord. Thank you for giving us a Savior. Uh, we're in awe of you for that, Lord. You've just provided all that we need over and over and above what we can ever imagine. So thanks for being so good to us. Thank you for this church. Bless it, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.